You are now tuning into Love Frequency, where love grows. So let's go. Welcome, and thank you for checking in before you check out. I'm Naya, your favorite love advocate, and you already know what time it is. This is the podcast where love grows. And so what I'm going to need you to do is support the fuck out of this podcast, because coming into 2021, we got so many amazing things in store. I mean, I have merch on deck for you to be able to purchase and rock your love language. I want to elevate the podcast to a video podcast so we can see each other. And my album, Regenesis, is coming to a listening platform near you. Now, I had hoped to release the album on my birthday, December 14th, and y'all know how the world works sometimes. It doesn't always happen when we want it to, but I promise you it always happens on time. So I'm super excited to announce my first single, One Day at a Time, will be released as the first track from this album. So you may not get the whole thing right away, but we definitely gonna start pushing out some of these singles until we can get the logistics worked out. This is my story, my metamorphosis into my regenesis. And it really kind of slides us very nicely into the purpose of this episode. But before we get into all of that, how are you doing, baby? So I started working on this album in October of 2015. And at that time, I think I had reached my lowest low. So let's rewind back to, I think, episode two or three. I had mentioned a story I promised I was going to tell y'all. And you know what? It just wasn't the time. So I thought maybe nobody will bring it up. And so far, nobody has brought it up. But I remembered to circle back to it. I shared At one point in my life, I wanted to go through electroconvulsive shock therapy. Why would someone want that? I was not in therapy at this time, nor had anything severely tragic happened that would warrant me to even want this. What did happen was I met somebody. The summer of 2015, I met somebody who changed me. And maybe change isn't the best word. I met somebody who helped me evolve. They helped me see things from a different perspective. And truthfully, looking at things from that perspective really helped to open my mind up to more. Now, simultaneously, while I'm opening my mind up to more, I I didn't come in at 100%. They saw what they wanted to see in me. And then as I started to unpeel the layers that make me who I was at that time. They didn't like it. Now, I came in, again, not full, not fully aware of who I was. And I let somebody make me believe they felt like everything that I was as a person 
was kind of what they had been manifesting. And I felt that. I believed in that. Our connection was so beautiful that this person taught me the beauty and the intimacy and patience. Our first few encounters, we didn't kiss. We didn't hold hands. This person was very intentional on connecting. Now, part of their moving slow was fear, but a large part of that was an awareness. So instead of hold my hand, this person traced the lines inside of my hand. Instead of kissing, we talked. And I got to hang out with this person for about two months off and on before the connection just ended, completely flatlined without any explanation. I was devastated. Now, back then, I did not handle breakups very well. And I do think that was the point I was trying to make in that earlier episode, which I will add to the show notes so you can review if you want to. But yes, I didn't do breakups very well. And so I specifically remember that day. This person is a painter and they left a portrait at my house that they wanted to retrieve. And so I met them at a location to give it back. Ugh. And they got out the car like nothing was wrong, like everything was going to be okay. And again, I didn't show up at 100%. So no, everything was not going to be okay. You've removed yourself from me. I can't breathe. And uh, the smile. She looks down at me and says, so you're not going to hug me? And I thought, you motherfucker. Hell no, I don't. I mean, yes, but no, but yes, but fuck, I'm going to hug this motherfucker. And oh, you smell like I remember. And now I can't forget. And that essence is going to be on me. And I'm going to have to drive home knowing this is the last time I'm ever going to talk to you. Real talk, I did the most soap opera exit. Yo, it was so fucking embarrassing. So you're not going to give me a hug? And I was like... (laughs) No, I just can't do this. And I ran to my car real awkward and slammed the door. And I cried the 15 or so minutes it took me to get home. Heavy cry. Heavy cry where I'm honestly surprised I made it home because I could barely see. I wasn't thinking right. And when I got to the house, it got worse because this person helped me move into that home. They spent the first night with me in this new apartment. They would come over to the house and me and the girls would paint with them. I just thought, this one, this motherfucker right here has shown me in just such a short amount of time so much. And now they're gone. So the next time I see this son of a bitch, I don't want to remember who you are. I want to be able to look you directly in the face and not remember what it felt like to be that close to love. It hurt, y'all. And so as I'm researching ways to craft lies to tell a therapist that I don't even have, I just break down in the most unconsolable sobbing I think I've ever experienced. And I can't figure out why. I've only known this motherfucker for about two months. Well, it, it was compounded pressure, Naya. See, before this, I had been a serial monogamer. I'd get out of one and I'd get into the next relationship, but they weren't really relationships. They were situations that were trying to create relationships through pain. And none of it worked. None of it was really fulfilling. None of it was really whole. All of it left me feeling empty, 
less than. Everybody I had dated before that had took something from me. They couldn't just leave. They had to leave and tell me I wasn't shit. Tell me I wasn't good enough or steal from me. I've had exes take entire paychecks of mine, steal my cell phone, take money from me. This person just left and I couldn't see that I didn't lose anything in that. I wanted electric shock therapy. I wanted to send pulses of electronic waves through my brain so I can lose a part of my memory. Now, let me remind you, I have three daughters during this. Now, in the moment of my pain, I'm not thinking that I could lose short-term memory of them as well, of important fragments of time I've had with them. That hurts. That I can't even get my shit together enough to realize what I'm going through. This is severe. So right around the time this connection ended, and I remember it so vividly, because right as I got into the studio, I shared with them the first song that we recorded, and that person did not like it all that much, was very, very judgmental. And I took it personal. And then when they left, I took it real personal. It's like, watch this shit, motherfucker. At first, I do think my, my, my drive and my push in the studio was a big fuck you. I wrote a song about it too. It hit me that deeply because this was also one of the first connections that I had with another person that they were my muse. I think I wrote four or five poems during that connection and they were coming at rapid pace. I could sit with them and just look at them and the words would just flow. That shit wasn't fake. But for some reason, when we got on the phone, I couldn't get my my grounding. See, again, I came in not full. Instead of being who I was, I tried to be everything I thought they wanted me to be. And that's not how you show up for anything. If I just was myself I kept saying but I couldn't be myself because I was so afraid to be myself and I hadn't explored what the fuck that meant and then I get into the studio and through that entire process I start to understand a little bit more deeply what the metamorphosis of a butterfly truly means see a lot of times people focus on the end result the finished product Everybody wants the, the beautiful wings, the really long wingspan, how beautiful they look in flight. There's a few things that people may not realize about the metamorphosis of a butterfly or its true significance. And in this episode, I hope to break that down stage by stage. There are four stages in the metamorphosis of a butterfly. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. See, butterfly comes from the Greek word that means transformation or to change in shape. As I said before, there are four stages to the metamorphosis of a butterfly, a complete metamorphosis. And each stage is dependent on the other. So you can't rush the process. You have to trust the process. You following me so far? See, we have to go through all stages and if we don't, nothing will ultimately change. We will stay in the same form. And this inhibits us from flying. So the first stage is the egg, the birth stage, the genesis, the beginning. 
Stage two is larva. That's the feeding stage. That's when we're eating and we're ingesting everything that we can. And I do think for many of us, we spend a lot of time in this phase. There is nothing wrong with the length of time you spend as a larva. I do think the issue comes in when you become comfortable here. The larva is the caterpillar. And we do not shine as much appreciation on stage number two as we can. Because once we've made it and we become that butterfly or so we think, we forget what it took to get us there. When we're talking about all sides of that Rubik's Cube, that's also very similar to the stage of what it takes to be that caterpillar. You are face to face with the dirt. Nothing lower. So you eat and you eat and you learn and eventually something splits. There's something that happens and you begin to shed that old skin. And a lot of times this happens four or five times, believe it or not. It's not just once because you eat so much, you become so full that you don't fit in that skin anymore, right? It just, it doesn't feel the same. So you break that skin, but you feel like I've made it. And then you're still learning. You're still leveling up. Yeah, baby, you're going to shed that skin four or five times. So Honestly, real talk, some of you motherfuckers who out here thinking you're butterflies, you're not, baby. You are just a caterpillar that shed its skin a few times. You ain't there yet because there's stage three. This is the phase that we miss. This is the phase that provides us the most motherfucking issue. And I get it. I do believe it's the most difficult. This is the transition stage. This is when we stop eating. This is the time when you see uh, the caterpillar suspend itself under a branch. They find a, a hidden leaf or they bury themselves underground. And this can take a while. For some caterpillars, do you know that it can take up to two years? And for a lot of people, it may seem like nothing's going on because it's not happening as fast as we think it should. So what do we do? Try and rush the process, but you can't rush this process. And let me tell you why, baby. Because when they get to the phase of a chrysalis, they liquefy. And it goes into this shell and it liquefies itself so that it can reform itself into the butterfly that we know today. I get goosebumps every time I fucking think about it. Imagine the type of deformities that would take place if you tried to rush a process like that. And it knows that in order for it to come back and be who it needs to be, that it's got to die. See, it may look like nothing is going on, but big changes are taking place. And that's when we get to the fourth phase. It's the phase that they call the adult phase or the reproductive stage. What people think of when we think of butterflies, this is what they look like. Think about it as a metaphor. It might provide us some guidance during these uncertain times, normalizing this as an important stage in the transition. So maybe when we come upon it, we will pause and we will be more aware and more reflective during this time of necessary transition. But no matter what phase you're at, there is significant importance at every level. Use this as an example on how to approach every situation in your life that presents change. And when you get to that place where you feel a little uncomfortable, you're starting to feel frustrated. Know that that's a part of the process too, baby. That's the transition phase. That's where you stop eating and you start doing nothing. 
Because when that nothing is going on, that's when the big changes are taking place because you're allowing yourself to process, to pause and to take in everything you've been ingesting and allow that good nutrients to work for you, baby. Because on the other side of this change is the lesson. That's when you spread your wings and every design, every color, every pattern on each wing represents everything it took for you to get where you are. Thank you so much for checking in with me. You already working on yourself. Go ahead, look at you. Well, since you're doing beautiful things for you, go ahead and like us, rate us, give us your comments on any listening platform that you are on. If you're on Spotify right now, I need you to give us five stars. I need you to share with the people what you think about this episode and any other episode that you've listened to. Listening to us on on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and rate us there too, baby. We are on Pandora. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on Podchaser. Almost every podcast listening platform. Audible, baby. Come on now. And coming to a visual podcast platform near you. We will soon be a video podcast. We will be able to do live episodes, interactive episodes. So if you can support There is a link at the bottom of every episode that allows you to contribute anything monetarily that you would like to. And as always, keep this conversation flowing, going, and growing by sharing this episode with somebody you know that is going through a metamorphosis, that is dealing with some change that they just don't know what to do. It's time for them to check in. It's time for all of us to level up. Until next time, Mm, I love you.